0: Okie dokie, Smokey, locked and loaded once again for yet another episode of The Conspiracy Farm. Where no, ladies and gentlemen, we don't start the conspiracies. We just sprinkle, we just add a little bit of water. And, you know, I'm always here as your ever-faithful co-host, Jeffrey Wilson, writing, man, shotgun, with my partner in crime, UFC Hall of Famer Pat Millett. How are you doing today, sir?
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: I am well, man. I am well. We uh we have a lot to talk about today, don't we?
1: No, there's nothing to talk. About.
0: It's been no, it's quiet. Not even, there's the, nothing newsworthy. It's been quiet on the countryside. I'm echoing a little bit.
1: <laughs> I can't hear any echo. I don't care.
0: <laughs> Pat's had it too, ladies and gentlemen. We're fed up, man. So where do we start today, champ? I mean, in the last since we had on Michael Cernovich last week. If you didn't catch that episode, very, very good episode. He was also recently on 60 Minutes, uh, kind of broke the bank on that with his uh, 15 million-plus views. He's the fellow who broke the story on uh, Susan Rice uh, being one of the sources or the source at the NSA for some of the uh, disclosures of some of the confidential information on Trump, et cetera. And since then, man, what, what happened? So there was a chemical attack, supposedly. Uh, Assad, apparently, um, they're saying, did his own people in with another chemical attack.
1: Oh, another, yeah, a, a second. Yet another one, yeah. There was
0: one in 2013, which of course was traced to ISIS, but of course this is different. Trump, and the yeah, response yeah. from um, Trump has caused a bit of consternation, has it not? Uh, there's been a lot of shake-up, supposedly shake-up in the inner circle of the White House, and this move kind of goes against his uh, what he was saying about you know not going to start other wars with other uh, countries, etc. I'm sure he was...
1: Here's he was probably dissuaded
0: a little bit by the pictures. Those are very disturbing images of the kids uh, who were
1: involved with yeah, that. Here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. We have to rewind so people understand. For yeah, no, no. Anybody that hasn't listened to our podcast, is listening to it for the first time. You know, we've been talking about this this type of stuff, and specifically about the first attack, the first chemical attack we've talked about on previous episodes, where there's actual footage. And pictures of Al-Nusra terrorists loading chemical weapons um, onto launchers the day that the first chemical attack happened, right? Yeah. So we also have um, pretty credible people testifying that Hillary Clinton allowed Libya's um, chemical weapons, some of them, to go from Libya into the hands of Al-Nusra terrorists in Syria.
0: Syria. This was a part of the larger Fashion Furious, too, which we've talked about in other episodes. Fashion Furious was not just gun trading with us in Mexi- Mexico and Central American countries. This was the conduit. That area was the conduit going through Libya in arms into uh, li- from Libya to into Syria and to. I mean, we're not going to pull any punches today. Not that we ever do, but these these are these are state sponsored terrorists, ladies and gentlemen. Al Nusra, Al Qaeda, whatever you want to call them, state sponsored by the United States, Saudi Arabia, Israel, Qatar pakistan it's on record
1: western europe
0: western europe you know this is this is gladio b another thing we've talked about many many times so straight up ladies and gentlemen i mean if you you know if you're getting your information on geopolitics from msn or the mainstream media msm none of this shit's going to make sense to you and it's going to sound obviously you know conspiratorial this is a conspiracy farm but i'm sorry ladies and gentlemen uh you're being misled and we're all being misled into another freaking war based off of pure fucking lies
1: yeah so let's let's rewind back again to 2013 when john mccain sat down with the free syrian rebels in yes. quotation finger quotations um free, free, syrian, free, army. Syrian, pictures free are available syrian army as it was reported on nbc and yes. everywhere else um and in that meeting you can see clearly pictures of a gentleman with the last name Baghdadi who turns out to be the leader of ISIS and all these names, as you were just saying, um, Al Nusra and Al Qaeda, ISIS, they're interchangeable. It's the same fucking people. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's pretty much the same people. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. In that meeting we were arming ISIS and Al Nusra and anybody else you want to call it Al Qaeda in Syria and, uh, and Iraq. So it's, it's it's a foregone conclusion for anybody that's been paying attention you and I've known about this stuff for f- four or five years uh, yeah. and the rest uh, what what is America watching dude what do they what are they well
0: again this this is something that we talked about we kicked the Evan or kicked the uh, episode off with Cernovich. we have to define the language when I say mainstream media we're talking about all of them fox CNN you name it Al Jazeera it is called operation Mockingbird it goes back 60 70 years. Our mainstream media is there to control the narrative of whatever situation, global events, etc., and thus controlling our perception of events. And because oftentimes we talk about we don't have the time, we just don't want to do it, we don't want to dig and find out what's really going on. We want to just be led, you know, led by these individuals, mainstream media, etc. And we're, and we're so tied to that narrative that they give us because if if we're wrong on that, what else are we wrong about? And if we're wrong about it, then we might have to do something about it.
1: Right, right. Like,
0: I mean, like the Syrian thing—it just like, is so
1: counterintuitive. Assad was like, winning. Stand up, like, stand up and try and stop it, for instance,
0: or you know, do anything.
1: You know, like call our call our congressmen exactly. and our senators and raise holy hell.
0: But, I mean, literally, that's not what's. I mean, Pat, from what happened, I mean, you know, fuck, man. I have kids, too, and so seeing those images is crazy, even though I've, you know, listened to doctors who say, you know, that wasn't sarin gas. If that was sarin gas, those people going up to those people would be killed, would be dead almost instantly with no sandals, no gloves, no masks on.
1: Yeah, you certainly can't touch them without gloves on. I've talked to. Um, several guys, that military guys, who are well-versed in that stuff. And they're like, dude, that's bullshit. It, that's it's
0: staged. saying it's more chlorine-based. It appears to be more – it doesn't change the fact that those people died. But at the end of the day, break off a little Latin for everybody, Key Bono, who benefits? What? Is, how does Assad benefit from doing that? Not just in 2013, right next to the UN inspectors, but the other day. You know what I mean? And this is the right. horseshit. <laughs> and if we could go back to – any of the narratives that they spun to get us into war, particularly the, the Kuwaiti ambassador's daughter who and the run- up to the opera, uh, to the Desert Storm or Desert Shield or Desert Storm sorry, um, basically just sat and lied. The Kuwaiti ambassador's daughter lied about our Iraqi soldiers kicking over incubators and stomping babies. It was a fucking lie, completely fabricated, re- right, re- reinforced right. by the mainstream media to get us into war. My brother was over in that shit man. luckily he came home. But it's just like this is what's happening again. And our kids, our loved ones are going to go freaking die because we're going to get into McMaster's here and what he's up to. They're talking about 150,000 troops on the ground by, by June. And more of our kids are going to go die over complete horseshit. And like my dad started talking about all the I'm almighty dollar, the oil, whatever, these, whatever agreements that they have, it has nothing to fucking do with terrorism. And that's the guys that they're using. To you know, to kill a lot of freaking people, man. And it's disgusting.
1: Yeah, what quarter quarter of a million people are already dead because we armed terrorists in Syria. Um and I'll just say it, I mean it was Republicans and Democrats during the Obama administration. You know, Clinton's Clinton State Department facilitated all of this stuff. Obama gave the okay, you know he did, obviously, otherwise it wouldn't happen. And John McCain went over to facilitate it. So, you know, those three people and the people that, that um Assisted them are are guilty of of not only a quarter million people's uh, blood on their hands, but also four to five million people who've been displaced out of their nation and have flooded into into Europe, Western Europe, and potentially into the United States. Here, um, you know, not that many have made it here yet, but
0: well, only a we're going to get, we're gonna there. The get into in that in the next people episode. People in Canada
1: are ready to revolt. I mean, uh, Europe is losing its mind right now.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk about that in our next couple of episodes where I talk to you about it and how, you know, the, the churches, certain nonprofit organizations, the U.N. are facilitating. You know, St. Louis is a pretty big hotspot where they're bringing in a lot of individuals from Pakistan. I mean, it's, we're going to get kind of deep into it, but we'll stay focused on this one, man. The inner circle of Trump, man, what is, I mean, we talked about in previous episodes, he, he kind of encircles himself with Goldman Sachs people, et cetera, et cetera. You know, uh, in the last couple weeks, it's been kind of crazy, man, from Flynn resigning. You know, KT McFarlane was kind of booted out, the deputy national security advisor. And this Bannon. man... I'm sorry? Bannon. Bannon. And that's that happened just days before the airstrikes. And so I'm hearing uh, Cernovich, you kind of broke the other day, H.R. McMasters, who is now the head of the NSA. This is going to sound crazy, folks, but this falls completely in line of, of what I'm hearing donald trump is being fed false analysis from hr mcmasters he's being manipulated by him and his stepson jared kushner now right. either that right. is taking place or he was trump was on the take the whole time right now, his, i don't have
1: and i don't have proof but we're talking about kushner who's massively wealthy and they say that his operations were funded by soros
0: and, and he has such deep ties to China. I found out today through some of his real estate assets in New York. Um, it, it's kind of interesting uh, Jared Kushner's background with real estate in New York. But I mean, can you imagine that dude, the National Security Advisor, cooking the books to give to Donald Trump? And that's supposedly why. I mean, this—if anybody's listened to this show, you know, I didn't vote for Donald Trump. I liked his rhetoric on on his foreign policy. We don't need to be going around being the world's policeman. So this flies in the face and and you know has a lot of people scratching their heads who who were with Donald Trump's foreign policy in hearing like McMaster who's really close with apparently John McCain they go back quite a ways my point is he's being surrounded by globalists he's not going to be able to institute his you know America first nationalist agenda because he's being surrounded by people who are just extending Hillary Clinton you know basically the globalist agenda name it you know Bill Clinton Hillary Clinton you know George W Bush Barack Obama just fulfilling that very agenda rex tillerson i mean but here's
1: the thing but here's the thing while you're going a million miles an hour down one road you know think back to what we just talked about with with cernovich where trump sent out the the tweet you know obama spied on me and you know came to find out and you know even the people with the most faith in donald trump were sitting there going oh, shit, did he really put his foot in his mouth this time? Is is he full of shit, right? And it turns out he knew exactly what he was doing, and he flushed the cockroaches out with that tweet, and eventually Susan Rice was exposed, and other people are being exposed now. You had a Democrat, Nunes, come out and admit that, yeah, he, he was spied on. Nunes turned on his own camp because I think he probably was thinking – Boy, I'm a chair on this intel committee, and I know this stuff. Do I potentially get in trouble with this? You know, I don't know. I don't know how. But here's what. Here's the point I'm getting to. Is Trump, okay, phone ahead, hey, Russians, we're going to hit this airbase, get your people out. You know, all the Russians went, hey, Syrians, you guys better get on the trucks with us and get the hell out of here, because there's some tomahawks circling around, and they're about ready to drop them. So we need to get out of here by 0400. So... They clear out the base. The tomahawks come in, hit. Don't even really do that much damage, okay? Um, as a matter Not of fact, Assad, Assad launched planes from that exact airfield. Um, Less you know, than 24 a, hours co- later. Yeah, yeah. So um, is is Trump flushing out the globalists in his administration within his circles right now by by going along with all this stuff in the early stages because that first strike to me tells me he had no intentions of taking out Assad right away. Otherwise he would have hit his palace. He would have hit infrastructure. He would have hit a lot of things, dude. So that's, that's all I'm saying. I, you know, I still, um, you know, maybe wishful thinking, but I'm thinking he's, he's, he's smoking out the frigging rats right now. And, uh, or are his we'll people getting smoked out. out? Yeah.
0: You know, Bannon was Bannon was one of the main main proponents of you know that that not necessarily isolationist, but not going around the world full of foreign policy. For but, him look, to get booted but look, and-
1: Trump Trump gave up Trump came, gave up General Kelly. Um, you know, he's given up pawns to take to take big pieces, dude. That's the, at least in that spying situation. That's what he was doing. So I'm looking at the complete opposite side of the coin potentially here. Of what of what Trump might be thinking? That's all I'm saying.
0: I'm no, I'm with it. it too. I you know there's so much nuance to this, and you honestly have to keep all options open. because like, I you know this kind of curveballed everybody what happened in the last week as far as because I mean, that's my thing. Like I, like I've talked about, it. I'm pretty apolitical. I just don't I don't think we should be overdoing that shit and murdering people in the name of globalism and you know d- 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 empire expansion et cetera et cetera. So I mean I'm right. definitely I'm I'm with that. I just you know when you have a Rex Tillerson going out saying we want regime change. When that's, you know, the complete freaking opposite of what kind of what's been agreed upon, um, you know, that's Syria is a f- the flashpoint, you know, that just opens the door to to Russia and all these other countries, which, again, I don't think they're going to go there because I think everybody has such economic interdependence with each other. But, um, you know,
1: I don't know. I don't know. You know what? <clears throat> we'll see how China's going to react to to the North Korea situation, what we're going to do with North Korea. Um, North Korea is planning another nuclear test or a missile, aren't they, here pretty soon? And we've got ships moving into position there. Um, maybe are they planning on hitting those sites after the missiles launch? Are they planning on taking the missiles out before they launch? Um,
0: well, it's tough Kim to Jung see, Un,
1: man. Yeah. Kim Jong-un Kim Jong is always is always nearby watching launches, things like that. Are they planning on taking him out with it and just saying, well, we were just taking out the taking out the missiles? You know, that's all.
0: Right. Well, I mean, this kind of gets into like stuff, kind of some of the crap I've been crunched on the last few days or the last couple of weeks. You know, the thing in Syria again has nothing to do with terror. It has to do with energy pipelines and having Western-friendly countries in that area for the larger part. And
1: and moving a central bank into Syria.
0: And that's another component, ladies and gentlemen. Like you had brought up before, Pat, Syria, Iran are one of the few countries without a central bank being being. And ironically, North Korea. What's that?
1: And ironically, North Korea. And here's here's the thing. So this could be the big puzzle, all right. This is this is the big conspiracy, mm-hmm. and and people can people can laugh it off or whatever they want. But we've talked about this before. Also, China and Russia and Brazil are brick nations, right? Their own banking system is being set up. China moved to the gold standard, which freaked a lot of people out. The bankers started tripping out on that. Um, and so trading
0: their money, trading their oil with Russia in Chinese in Chinese yuan,
1: like right. that So here's the thing: um, you piece that together with North Korea, Syria, and Iran not being part of the central banking scheme, also and jumping on board with those big countries with those. Yeah, you know, maybe they're not considered. Look, I'll consider Russia and China a superpower, though. Okay, I'm, oh, no, that's absolutely. that's how I'm gonna that's how I'm gonna put them in because they are. Um, so you think about that that big puzzle and how that fits together are the global bankers willing to take this thing to a global war
0: well you know they would
1: to bring China and Russia and these other three little countries to their knees because Iran is on that list of the seven Middle Eastern countries to be taken out look this is the perfect way to do it draw Russia into a conflict over Syria right you know Iran is going to come to their rescue that's a perfect way to take out iran you take out syria at the same time north korea is flirting with with disaster here with nuclear tests take them out at the same time also draw china into that uh, I'm, I'm just saying that's that's the potential. no no no
0: you that's and that's that's a that is a perspective and that is one kind of analysis of it but i think the larger thing like i said about syria there's larger shit going on with syria ge- geopolitically than having to do with terror and that is what we've talked about on this show that they don't that is not talked about in this expansion of basically an Asian Pacific market. This kind of Eurasian Asian Pacific market is what's really, really going on. And shit that they don't even talk about are, are things like China and India and those major trade deals that are going on. This this one called the RCEP. It's called the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership. Now that has to do with Brunei, Cambodia, Indonesia, Malaysia, right, Myanmar. Right. So this is all South Asia, Southeast Asia, and we've talked about before what's going on in the Spratly Islands islands the arms and borrow being enlisted lifted by vietnam this everybody the globalist everybody knows this is the next area this asian pacific market is the next one to blow up unfortunately or unfortunately depending on how you look at it unfortunately for us we aren't a part of that and a lot of these different economic unions and these trade agreements it's it's moving away from that almost like china and russia trading their petrol in in chinese money that's huge and that's yeah. just some of these momentum shifts that are going on. Syria is a part of it. Do China? China is almost like Germany before World War I, bro. They are they are so economically strong even though, you know, there's there's some tenuous agreements on that, but they're trying to put a rail line basically through Asia, ending up in like Eastern Europe. And I mean from from rail lines to economic unions to some of these countries, it's absolutely insane, man. It's absolutely insane. So it's like the the shift is moving towards this this Asian Pacific market, bro. Yeah, aren't
1: they they talking about running through India and all kinds of stuff? What's going on? Well, that's the thing. Again,
0: we're going to see more terrorist attacks not only in western China, but we're going to see more terrorist attacks in Pakistan and India because India really is standing in – dude, India as an economic power in this area is huge. So they're not trying to really be anybody's bitch, especially China, but there's a huge deal between – uh, there's a huge uh, hindrance to make this rail line and this pipeline through this area because China or India is not allowing any of their land to be used. So it's just interesting, this chess game that's going on between a lot of these you know Southeast Asian countries, particularly China, and these trade deals and economics, dude. That's why when we talked to David Zade, uh, former deputy assistant director of counterintelligence for the FBI oh, – that's a mouthful – um, yeah. Mutual assured destruction. I don't think will ever happen because these countries are so interdependent, intertwined economically.
1: There's no point to get into
0: sports but, to earth. Then it's done here, for
1: everybody. Here's for- here's here's where the disconnect is. It all depends on the complete and utter control and greed of the global bankers because we know they've financed every war. So here's the thing. They want a global currency. They want to be able to control it. They can't control China and and the soviets and the iranian and syrian and north korean currencies um without that one banking system that used to kind of control the world right um so so in my mind it comes down to how fucking crazy these people are well, and how they're, f- they're willing to go and i don't know the history tells us they're willing to go all the way dude with this stuff and that's that's the thing that the whole mutual destruction thing because we're we we need each other for economic uh, you know for economic assistance and 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 co-survival not necessarily what the bankers are thinking right now the bankers are thinking con- complete and utter control well and as you
0: said you know they tend to fund both sides on almost every side i mean i think there's a there's a huge you know global banking contingent backing what i think they see as the next big boy on the block which i think it is, is china in this particular scenario and like i said like you said man they they, they will fund both sides to kind of facilitate this but I, I think it's I think it's very interesting, and like I said, and even Josh Howitt said when they were talking about this very same scenario in, in Africa, Russia, United States, China going after natural resources in Africa, utilizing the same thing, terror as a proxy force to go destabilize to go to bring about the solution to the problem that they caused. That's what we're going to be seeing more in northern India and Pakistan. And it's all going to be under the guise of terror, but it's all going to be about problem, reaction, solution, getting our pipeline through, getting our economic uh, agreement with your country through. You know what I'm saying? So it's always it's always yeah. the grand chessboard, bro. And it's and I'm I, obviously I know that, but when I crunch numbers and information for episodes like this, it's just like holy shit, man. Because the globals are pushing for war in Syria, and just everybody I talk to, just family, friends, etc., mainstream media influenced, are just ready to do it, man. Like. We got to stop Syria. You know, he gasses on people. He killed his own people, etc., etc. We got to stop Russia. I mean, it's just like we've talked about people kind of not knowing about history and false flags and how these these institutions, be it global bankers, etc., will will use false flags to fulfill a larger political agenda. People don't get that that happens. Yes, they'll kill children. They'll kill thousands of people to you know freak people out and and like I said, provide the solution to the problem they created. It's always right. chess.
1: Now, so we go back to Syria, the, the second chemical attack, right? Um, for sure, Assad has had ISIS basically surrounded on the run, kicking their ass with the Russians' assistance. Um, so just from that standpoint alone, hitting anyone with a chemical attack makes no sense. None. Then the pilot that dropped the bomb, supposedly, the chemical weapons, that's what, you know, from mainstream media, side of things uh, ends up dead dude oh really i you, didn't hear you that you know that you don't know that no yeah so the pilot that that did the supposed airstrike of chemical weapons ends up dead so somebody's covering their tracks right?
0: yeah that's pretty one on one. wow i didn't know that
1: so then you've got a former a former ambassador um in the uk saying on bbc you know, completely turning things around on BBC. They didn't expect him to say what what he ended up saying. He goes, look, we don't know what caused it. We don't know if it was an airstrike that hit an ammunition depot that the terrorists had stored right. chemical weapons, which a lot of people are saying that's what it was. Um, it didn't even have to be terrorists releasing them. It just had to be a bomb dropping on on, on these chemical weapons in the area and spreading them. So,
0: well, of course, it's, that fits the narrative of, you know, got to take out Assad, you know, regime change, got to take him out, 150,000 troops on the ground in June, by June.
1: It's like there's absolutely no proof whatsoever that this was Assad. Absolutely. It's not like, dude, it's not like they have footage of it.
0: But I mean, no, they don't. But it's it's one of those things that we talk about. People set up normalcy biases in their brain. No, Chuck, what's his name? Don Lemon, he wouldn't lie to me. Sean Hannity, they wouldn't lie. I mean, it's just like, of course they would. Of course they would. And and when you don't want to go figure it out for yourself, you just you know follow the narrative that's been presented to you because there's no way it could be as diabolical as we say it is. You know what I mean? It's just easier to just. uh like we've had, create as many shortcuts to thinking as possible. Let people do your thinking for you, and then you know, <laughs> this is what confounds my brain again, dude. As if they didn't do this with the Gulf of Tonkin, Vietnam, and however many millions of people died there based off a lie. You know, the the whole Syria has just been decimated, half a million dead people. You know, the the freaking fleeing across the world based off of
1: complete horseshit. Right. You know, that's, well, now wait a minute. Let's go back to Don Lemon. I mean, come on, him on New Year's Eve. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that guy. That guy had some really newsworthy quotes on New Year's Eve, didn't he?
0: I didn't. I didn't pay. It. I heard he. I heard he was a little tipsy, but I didn't. Oh, well, know. He was trashed.
1: A, he got a, <laughs> he got was an got an earring on the air. Trashed.
0: <laughs> I mean, even leading up to the election, none of those guys should really have any credibility. But I mean, it's weird. Like I said, people. Why do? If even in your personal life, you wouldn't go for the truth with somebody who you knows this could been just a habitual liar to you. Why do we do that in, you know, larger global circumstances? We just, it it, it wouldn't be, it's crazy, dude, because so much is at stake. And I swear to God, when I heard the McMaster saying 150,000, you know, boots on the ground, it's, it's just, I'm just thinking of dead kids, man. I'm thinking of dead kids for no reason other than, you know, global hegemony by these assholes.
1: Yeah, a bunch of our dead 18-year-olds too, right?
0: Yeah, man, just all of our, you know, all of our, you know, brothers and sisters, aunts and uncles, you know what I mean? We we know who goes and fights these wars. It's like, it's insane. Yeah, no, so, one hundred and
1: fifty thousand is about, from what I understand. We I don't know think, if we have that many, do we? Well, it's like one third of our active military, I believe. That's that's planning a global war, dude.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, clearly, and that's you know, they know if they start it in Syria. Like I said, it's a flashpoint, and that's you know.
1: And it all makes sense why NATO is performing uh, readiness drills on the border of Russia and Ukraine.
0: Yeah, that's what that's the other thing I was looking at, dude. Over in Ukraine, I mean, the the last uh, I think it was last week. There's been a whole bunch of uh, basically trained mercs from the Ukraine going into, I believe it was Belarus. Um, Yeah, Belarus and Russia have been holding joint exercises. Um, and then, you know, the whole bunch got pushed into to Belarus within the last week or two trying to foment some kind of coup in Belarus because, you know, like, like we've said many times, they're trying to encircle Russia and NATO is going to continue doing their provocative thing in those uh, countries that surround Russia, of course. Right. You know, trying to, you know, it, 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 kudos to Putin, man. I mean, from all of his dead ambassadors to, I mean, the dude's kept his cool, right? I mean, he, he's playing his cards pretty close to the vest.
1: Very, very After being fucked with quite
0: myself. a few times over the last few months.
1: No, he's impressive. He's impressive. He's a very bright guy. But, you know, um, I mean, now let's think about how, where does it all happen? Does it, as we talked about before, does it happen to where an American fighter jet gets shot down by Russian anti-aircraft missiles? Does it uh, Does it happen on the border of Russia and with the Ukraine? Is it, is it for sure going to happen there? Could it happen in North Korea when we hit North Korea with tomahawks to take out their missile launchers? Um, and China know you retaliates heard, man, for that, China. dude. You know what North, I'm saying?
0: North Korea gives a lot of its coal to China, and uh, they had about 20 million tons on its way to China, and China told them to turn around and take it back. I don't know if you heard that today. Which meant it was a boon for Trump because the U.S. wound up exporting that coal to China. Interesting development.
1: Yeah, very interesting. Are the are the Chinese and Russians going to back down on this one? Because they 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 see Trump as a guy that's totally serious where Barack Hussein Obama was not.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be interesting in the, in the next several years as this plays out, man. I think there is obviously going to be a provocation going on with the with the EU and NATO with Russia, and I think China is going to initially have Russia's back at first, but I think there's going to be a switcheroo, man. I think there's going to be a flipping of the sides at some point, and I think China could possibly turn on russia because i mean i I just think russia is kind of a paper tiger right now and china is just it's just on the move man it's becoming a behemoth like i'm saying with these economic unions in the south south pacific and south asia it's you know it's it's pretty huge stuff going on like i said the the paradigm if you will is it always changes the the global paradigm of who's who's the top dog etc that's changing man that's changed big time
1: so now with all of this stuff going on you would think that a guy getting drug off a United flight, which does happen quite frequently. Um, this it's being blown up. I mean, it's, there's a million, um, men's out that are hilarious that have people just dying laughing. I mean, I had to comment on the, on the whole situation with the guy getting drug off the United flight. Cause he didn't want to give up his seat. Um, I'm, I'm wondering, is this being played up as one of the distractions? I mean, it's got to be.
0: Well, I mean, it clearly has right? been. I mean, as you, I don't, I didn't really know much about it till later this afternoon when I saw the video, and I still don't really know the full story on it. But it definitely yeah, took it a lot took of a other lot shit of out of the news, fact. kind right. of like you know, Russia, uh, Donald Trump, you know, confabbing with Russia, kind of jumped out of the news once he bombed Syria. But then obviously we're now like, he told, he gave Putin a heads up. He gave Assad a heads up. He's still in collusion.
1: So is it the tail wagging the dog or the dog wagging the tail on that one? Because you know, I, I saw the mainstream media messing with Trump and accusing him of working with the Russians as a way of stopping him from coming to the table with Russia and doing good things. Absolutely. And, now, and, and maybe fomenting a war with Russia potentially. The powers that be, the bankers, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The, their, their little henchmen and their, their little information, um, givers in, in mainstream media to, uh, to dictate what was going to happen and how it was going to go down and and steering Trump into doing it. Is Trump playing them, though? I'm back to that. Is Trump playing them and acting like he's playing along with it?
0: Well, I think, honestly, man, I think, I mean, I think there's kind of a ruse on, on a lot of sides, man. I think, I think Putin and Russia is more tied to the West than the U.S. And I think people, people realize. I think, you know, a lot of his policies and stuff he deals with with China goes through Henry Kissinger and the Kissinger group. I mean, he he has a lot of you know Hillary Clinton that whole uh, foundation getting twenty percent of the uranium from the United. I mean, there's there's still a lot of business dealings going on there. I I think I think the distraction or the ruse is you know the big bad bear. When I feel it's it's China, man, the the real real threat as far as you know the next big dog is, right, is China right. from an economic standpoint. Because like I said, if you look at that that Chinese or not Chinese map, that South Pacific South Asia map, it's. <laughs> in in the trade agreements and alliances like this 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 rcep the one uh, regional comprehensive economic partnership that would cover 40 percent of the world's population that particular trade deal that's almost half and the u.s is not a part of it
1: what's that three and a half billion four billion people
0: a lot man i mean you're down in indonesia i mean asia obviously the biggest continent on the planet so it's like it's it's just interesting man because like you know, I just get frustrated, especially when I see mainstream news and they just beat that freaking war drum, sending our kids off to die. When it is just so much deeper than that, and it's a freaking chess game. If people would see it from the larger perspective, opposed to just being triggered, you know, in that whole we talked about East West battle for battle of civilizations. People are just like, "Fuck it, we're the West, we're the best." My news says so. Putin's an asshole, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. As having as opposed to having a nuanced conversation and in, in world view, because it is very nuanced. It just uh, It's frustrating, dude, because we're going into another world, world war, um, where nobody's going to benefit except for these assholes, these global bankers, whatever the hell you want to call them. And, you know, what do we do about it?
1: Well, um, you know, we're, we're talking about it at least through different lenses, right? We're looking at it sure. from different angles. We have the at least the common sense to sit back and, and view it from different aspects, different viewpoints, taking it to the extreme – Sometimes. And then looking at it from Trump's angle, looking at it from the global banker's angle, looking at it, you know, how, what, if you're, if you're the Chinese, what are you doing? If you're Russia, if you're Putin, how are you playing this? Putin needs that pipeline to go through Syria, right? Yeah. Putin needs that pipeline. And the Saudis want their pipeline to go through. Yeah. Why wouldn't you broker a deal if you were, had any common sense and wanted to avoid a global war? Um, you know, say let's deal with Assad and say, look, dude, um, can we run both pipelines through and we share? You know, is that possible? I don't know. Well, I mean, it, traditionally, to greedy bastards that want to control everything. Yeah, it's like he's,
0: he's either all or nothing. You know what I mean? It's it hasn't traditionally been that way, but I mean, yeah, it would be. You know, ideally, it'd be nice if you know we could all sh- share the space as opposed to being so fucking so damn greedy about it. But as we know, who runs the thing? That's you know. They yeah, err um, on the side of greed and, and, you know, duplicitous horse shit, et cetera.
1: Now, the, the, we have breaking news, though.
0: Uh-oh.
1: That the uh, Pentagon now has awarded the contract to United Airlines to forcibly remove Bashar al-Assad. <laughs>
0: That's pretty good, dude. <laughs>
1: That's pretty good. I'm just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. But... Well, uh
0: I'm telling you man like I said I you know if we shift our focus over to the Asia Pacific region I'm telling you look out for terrorist attacks in northern India, Pakistan just as as a means of you know problem reaction solution and of course there's always Africa still doing that same stuff but these are the countries that are the the news countries of the day and uh, we're talking you know Spratly Islands once again, South China Sea. I mean this is the next area. This is the next theater of operations I believe.
1: So we'll know here shortly I think. Um, given the North Korean missile launch, their nuclear tests, all of that good stuff, and what's going on in Syria. Speaking uh, of North Korea, do we remember? wait, 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 sorry, hold that thought. Yeah. Because here's the thing. As far as Syria, the, the attacks, the chemical attacks, the second one, the same day that that was going on, we had diplomats meeting in Brussels, on the restructuring of Syria that exact same day
0: Hmm.
1: when the chemical weapon happened, uh, chemical attack happened. So to me, was Well, King
0: Abdullah just met with with Trump two days earlier, and supposedly that's where, you know, one of the pipelines, one of the rat lines of uh, ISIS comes over that uh, Syrian-Jordanian border there too, which was interesting.
1: Right, but I'm just saying that—kind of ironic that the diplomats were meeting in Brussels—
0: on oh, the restructuring
1: yeah. of Syria after after all this stuff goes down and then the chemical weapons uh, attack happens that same day.
0: Yeah, I, I just I, I hate this when I hear Rex Tillerson talk how he's talking. It's weird because like President Trump doesn't even sound like he's in charge. So when I hear some of this stuff going down with his you know Secretary of State saying you know, we, we need regime change and then McMaster saying we need to get rid of ISIS simultaneously uh, while getting rid of Assad, it's just it's, I mean. These these fuckers say this shit with a straight face, and it just it's it it, it freaks me out because it's so sociopathic because they know they're lying, right? And you know they dude, know what they I'm just
1: thinking: can is Trump really that stupid? Where he's sitting down in a room and these people are feeding him <clears throat> this false information That's and what saying, I'm saying, "Yeah, dude, we got to hit him, got to hit him." Donnie, not. we got to hit him, dude. We got to hit him. Got to go for him. Let's. We got to send ships to North Korea. We got to go. We got to do this.
0: Well, I mean, he's even on on tape, you know, whatever, like last year. Like, no, you don't want to bomb Syria. Like, that just opens up this other can of worms, and then, you know, you get rid of you get rid of Assad and then put in what? Your boy Baghdadi or something? That's exactly what – that vacuum would get filled with some even worse shit than Assad. I'm not saying Assad's an angel, but, I mean, what's plan B if you get rid of Syria? I mean, I understand you'll get your pipeline and all that, but it's like that would be such a – you do not want Syria to be a failed state with all those different sects of
1: Islam and, and linguistic – it's what's the same thing? What's the same thing that's happening in you know, or that's happened in Iraq? What's the same thing that's happened in Yemen? The same thing that's happening in Syria? All the all the um, insurgents, all the terrorist organizations. You know, it's dude, we're back to the same shit. They're just destroying everything, and um, we're
0: f- and they we're falling for it again. Like it, it was so absurd when Colin Powell's holding up fucking illustrations of mobile chemical units. And then, of course, we find out that was all horseshit, but th- he's holding up illustrations as a way to pr- move us towards war. No pictures, no right. satellite images, no real, real shit. Pictures, illustrations. And it's just, they act like we haven't been lied to over and over again. I mean, I get it, it pulls your heartstrings when you see that shit, but come on, man, have some level of critical thinking. I, You know, it sucked to see those kids, but it's like, who did it? I'm asking that question, like, legitimately. Who did it? I'm Just because I'm seeing this, I'm not... And you say Assad did it, you know. D- investigate, ladies and gentlemen. Investigate. There's so much information out there to tell you it's not a civil war. It's fucking foreign terrorists coming in, trying to topple a regime, topple a, a leader. It's plain and exactly. simple.
1: Exactly. We can talk to we're blue in the face, dude. Are people really listening? Are they calling their senators I mean, and congressmen and saying, get out of Syria, knock it off?
0: And just at least recognize that you're being lied to and manipulated. I know there's a lot of ego that goes into like, well, I fucking know, I, what? And I'm not saying I even have all the answers, but it's tough, dude. It's tough the older we get to realize like, man, I'm being lied to. And again, if this, is, if this isn't this is true, what else isn't true? And there's, there's a whole litany of things that we've been lied to, manipulated to about. But you have to at least admit that in the first place. Because after right. that, if you don't do that, then the, you and I are just, you know, just filling the air with carbon dioxide because no one's paying attention. If you can't at least listen, right. I'm not saying we're right about everything, but I mean, <laughs> the things we are right about are pretty huge. You know, us being manipulated into a war again is huge. I know, I know, the drumbeat of war sounds cool when you think you're on the winning side, but let that shit come to your doorstep. Let that be your kid gasping for air, etc., washing up on a beach somewhere. Give me a fucking break, man. Could
1: it potentially come to us?
0: I think it can. Let some EMP come floating over here and fry our grid. Damn thing, damn straight it can.
1: That's when you better pray that we have a really nice winter.
0: <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. There's gonna be a lot of freezing people, dude.
0: Man, so my final parting notes or statements are seriously: do look for terrorist attacks in in certain parts of Asia, i.e., um, eastern uh, western China, the Xinjiang reason region, northern India. Um, and Pakistan, because this is where the chessboard, I mean, it's, the chess game is playing all over the place. But as it relates to this trade stuff, China trying to expand their rail system through Asia, et cetera, et cetera. Keep your eye on that region.
1: Right, and uh, at the same time, we have a uh, a bill. Let's let's talk domestic stuff here for a second, bud. Sure. Which is very interesting. Um, we have a House lawmaker from the GOP. Who has introduced a bill, and uh, I believe it's, was it, uh, yeah, Mr. Massey, um, Thomas Massey from Kentucky. He's uh, I met him when I was doing a speech for, for uh, Rand Paul when he was running for president. And Massey's an amazing dude. He and his wife both graduated. I'm going to go off into a tangent here for a second. Sure. Massey and his wife both graduated from MIT. They're both geniuses, right? Well, they've lived off the grid for like 15 years and are completely self-sufficient uh, amazing, amazing amazing individual this guy is a blast to talk to I love that he was talking about um, how to set up your house you know how to set up your land all this stuff explaining stuff to me and I thought you know this this guy this guy has his shit together right um, and he talks about how he gets Wi-Fi and all kinds of stuff R- really really technical um, technical stuff but anyway he introduced a bill uh, not just, not just, uh, gosh, a week ago or something to eliminate the Department of Education by December 31st, uh, uh, December 31st, 2018. And, uh, my speculation about, um, boss being brought in was she was there to wind down the Department of Education. And given that Massey is now introducing this bill, I think I'm right. And I've, I've hated the Department of Education. As long as I can remember. Um, since when should bureaucrats in Washington D.C. control my kids' education? Right. How do they know what my kids should be learning here, um, and make that a cookie-cutter system for the kids in Louisiana right. and state of Washington and Nebraska? You know, just it, it should be up to the states and the communities to educate their children, right? I agree. To control that. To control those tax dollars. Those tax dollars should never leave the state. And they should be used within the state for the kids within that state, within those communities, all of that good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So that way, that way, we don't run into the Common Core situation that we've had for the past several years. Um, not several years, yeah. You know, my kids in elementary were bringing home homework in math that made zero sense, absolutely zero sense. Like it, it was designed to confuse children and make them run to their teachers because the way they were doing the math, none of the parents knew how to do it. The, I just go, this. okay, two plus two is gray. That's how they do the <laughs> it. Right? That's literally how it was. It's the most pathetic shit I've ever seen in my life. Right. So anyway, dude, my, my wife's a doctor of chiropractic. She's, she learned how to become a doctor in a language she didn't even speak when she got here. Right. So she's intelligent. She'd look at these math problems and go, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. I can't believe that they're doing this. She would send notes back to the teacher and go, you're a fucking idiot if you're trying to teach this to kid.
0: What right? in the hell?
1: So anyway, back to Massey's bill. Um, I think that this is a great thing. I think that, that Americans are totally for this, that it's a waste of, of – think of all the bureaucrats in Washington, D.C., within the Department of Education that need to be paid, the waste, the spending that just – I mean, look at uh, look what was just found in in HUD by Dr. Ben Carson. Almost what was it? Over half a trillion dollars of money that is missing. Wow. Half a trillion dollars. Right. But Ben Carson, you know, he was a a neurosurgeon and, and had no experience and knew nothing um, about how to run HUD, the the uh, human what is it, urban development. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, that's so. So so you've got a guy who was a surgeon who put people on it and they did an audit and found five hundred billion dollars
0: that's insane
1: completely missing missing dude so um, that's what i was just talking to my dad so about the bad.
0: epa and it's like it's almost the same thing like the, of course there's there's environmental issues that need to be addressed but like the the level of bloat and waste that's in some of those budgets is absolutely insane and when you do audits like that you know you come up you know like a donald rumsfeld before nine eleven, the day before nine eleven, saying that the pentagon's missing whatever 2.4 or 4.2 trillion dollars and just lost dough. I'm like, that's that's more than just an oversight. Dude. That's uh, that's some of some nation's GDP. It's like what, yeah,
1: yeah, billions upon billions of dollars. So Trillions, away.
0: yeah. Well, not to mention. I meant to say a little bit ago, Donald Rumsfeld, if we remember, as it relates to North Korea, he was on the board of the Swiss-based technical tech company ABB that wound up uh, giving uh, North Korea a 200 million dollar deal to sell them nuclear reactors. And that was uh, in early 2000 before he came, became the Secretary of Defense. So we love arming our enemies with all kinds of shit, if not arms, you know, nuclear weapons, nuclear reactors, and then, then bitch, about, bitch to them for having uh, nuclear reactors. Just
1: You're as running. Hillary Clinton was paid a massive amount of money before she was um, head of the State Department when Bill was the president, Hillary Clinton was paid millions to do a speech for, um, for a Chinese firm. And then Bill agreed and signed off on paperwork that gave the chinese um satellite technology that we had and now they've yeah. got killer uh, killer satellites that are shooting other satellites down they shot yeah. one of their satellites down uh, last year yeah so that's that's the corruption across the board republican Democratic. across the no abs-
0: absolutely baby absolutely right.
1: Right, So any of you Democrats or Republicans out there getting mad that we're picking on one side or the other? We aren't. We're picking on everybody.
0: We are equal opportunity roasters, my friend, equal opportunity roasters, because like I said, it's two sides of the same coin, quite frankly.
1: So I think so I think, you know, we'll have to wait and see what Trump's what what's he got up his sleeve. Is he is he playing the globalist? Is he is he uh, flushing more cockroaches out, letting them give him false information and then going to be relieving people? We'll see how that works out. Is he going to have his son-in-law fucking off because he's a piece of shit?
0: Well, and that's what's so weird. Like we talked about before he got elected, you know, like pre-Kennedy style. He's surrounded by old school bureaucrats and, and, and uh, globalists. You know, he – I don't know. It's so crazy. The reports and the videos I'm seeing, the things I'm hearing about Kushner, like he's he's playing Trump supposedly unless Trump was on the inside the whole time and we're all been played by Trump. But supposedly, you know, the getting rid of Bannon, the getting rid of, uh, what's her name, uh, the old deputy, KT McFarlane, all of these uh, people who are on Trump's page as far as, you know, the nationalist side, not starting shit in foreign wars, etc. They're weeding those people out. And Jared Kushner is more pushing towards the, you know, Rex Tillerson, etc., regime change, extend the globalist agenda. So I'll be very anxious to see how this plays out because this last couple of weeks have been
1: crazy. I just hope Trump's giving up pawns. I, I, you know, it's there's a there's a massive game going on right now, and I love trying to keep up with it. Dude. I love. Trying I, to
0: well, keep and up. you know, I do too. But in this last few weeks, it's literally gotten so convoluted with the mis and disinformation on the mainstream, with the whole, you know, Russia collusion, Susan Rice, like just there was just we were just inundated with so much information.
1: The media has nothing now, do they? The media has nothing on Trump as far as the Russian. Well,
0: isn't that funny? Too? I was going to say how that went away. The whole Russian collusion went away once he decided to bomb. You know Syria slash Russia. It's like right. oh well, that he didn't collude, or you know, did he still collude or what? Is that investigation still going on?
1: Right, right, right. No, it's fucking hilarious, dude. This it's the distractions are incredible, and so well, I'm just trying to see through the fog. True. Pay attention. P- keep keep the eye on the prize, Jeffrey. Let's let's focus on the big game. Um, it comes down to globalists versus nationalists, Is Trump is trump swayed to the other side is he biting on the false information or is he playing with them that's what i want to know
0: because it is a chess game so and it's good that we have shows like this and gentlemen like us who stay up on it your boy sean gannon hit me up and he's like tell us what the hell's going on this last week or so i'm like i'm doing my best man because there's so much nuance to it and again if you're listening to cnn or any of those things to get your 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 global worldview just just forget about it man just really forget about it you might as well be talking about you know, waiting for Santa to come down the chimney and give him cookies and ice cream or whatever, because that's you know, that's kind of the world you're living in, quite frankly. Not that we have well, all the answers, that's... but there's there's definitely more going on than what's being presented to us. Things are not at all as it seems.
1: Good old Matt Lauer. Good old Matt Lauer, feeding us, bud,
0: <laughs> or Brian Williams, or I mean,
1: oh dude, it's it's nuts. It's not so anyway. Um, yeah, I'm. I really, it's it's now that we've at least put out. The different strategies, the potential outcomes, what's really going on, where nobody's sure, um, nobody can be sure right now right. of what's truly going on, how Trump, whether he's playing these guys or not, um, it's a, it's a wait-and-see game now. But at least the people that are listening to this can say, okay, I'm with you on this. Okay, I get, I get it. Right. Is, is he on board with the globalists? Is he not on board with the globalists? Is he playing? Is he playing? What's he got up his sleeve? Where's this going? Um, you know, so people can at least go, all right, we're on the same page.
0: Well, and we can also find out and discern, you know, if if he is legit, then he needs to start cleaning house immediately because if he's just going to allow himself to be surrounded by globalists and allow more of these kind of air attacks, that's just going to slowly but surely push us into a larger war.
1: So he's got to sh- Not necessarily. Think about it. If we keep um, getting more taking, strategic
0: targets in Syria, I can only imagine unless right, they have is an he, agreement. Is he, taking,
1: is he taking a page or at least lessons from JFK's presidency and how JFK ended up? Is he playing along just enough to make them wonder if he's on the same page? Right. Right.
0: Well, and I was waiting to see if these airstrikes alive. were limited. Stay alive. Right. <laughs> stay, stay alive. alive is all, well, it, if,
1: yeah. if he stays alive and he gets to his second term when he can truly give GNF team, give, give no fucks. It's part of my French. <laughs> that's, right. that's when, that's when he can do, I mean, look at what he's done in a hundred days, dude. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, he got,
1: he got a Supreme court justice in that sways the court back the other way. That alone is historic. Okay. In my mind, that makes his first term successful as long as we don't end up in a global war, of course. Right. But, um, I think that that alone, but but all the other stuff that's going on when 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 you've got politicians getting the balls to you know like like Massey Thomas Massey bringing up a a bill on the floor that that he wants to uh, abolish the the Department of Education things like that things are starting to happen things are starting to happen so I'm I, I've got faith I've got faith I've, I'm always going to be the optimist on this
0: well yeah I try to be and like and I I have my I, I mean I, I probably should pay more attention to domestic stuff. But like I said, I, I, my eye is so on the, the the foreign, large, global picture because like a world war is just something none of us need. And I, knowing these people the way we know them, they have no compunction about stacking right. bodies to fulfill an agenda. And that's, you know, none of us need that. And, yeah, we got to no, 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 no. stay focused.
1: All right, buddy. Well, I think that we've covered quite a bit. We uh, did I cover quite good. a bit. I Sorry if good. I was a
0: little bit more amped up. <laughs> a little bit more energy and amped up. I had a lot of information in my brain and this shit obviously pisses me off. So if I came off as a little bit more energetic today, I apologize, but um, I love it.
1: I love it. You we should definitely do. Get...
0: <laughs> we definitely did get this out there cuz like the mainstream media's narrative is just there's a lot of people buying it, man. A lot of people buying it. It just it's just is crazy. I mean, and they're they're ubiquitous. They're everywhere and their messages everywhere. So it's really hard to combat it. But you know, we, you and I, we're going to do what we can, and everybody else listening to this. Hopefully, you know, some of this resonates with you, and you can s- spread the word, share it, each one teach one, because uh, we need it, dude. We need it. We're yeah, a very and crucial
1: for the people out there, way. for the people out there that are that are doubting us at all, how was it? The news broke of a chemical attack in Syria at the same time. The news broke that Assad did it.
0: Right. Simultaneously.
1: How it's do you it. do that?
0: Well, the same way, you know, Lee Harvey Oswald supposedly shot Kennedy, and his whole bio was in the paper just a matter of, you know, an hour or two later. And this is this is 1963. You know, it's not the information age back then. So yeah, the books were cooked then. As you know, as I, as I continue to read my book, "Meditations" by Marcus Aurelius, the former uh, Roman emperor, nothing is new under the sun, man. This these these global countries or whatever, you know, they've all done the same thing. They're all trying to protect. Their own empire, trying to extend extend their empire, snatch natural resources, et cetera, et cetera. But now they have so much of a powerful tool called the media, and this time it's a proxy force known as terrorism. Before it was communism, et cetera. So, and they're utilizing it quite strategically and quite wickedly, geniusly, if that's a term. But um, we must combat it with real information, ladies and gentlemen.
1: None of this, none of this is happening by coincidence. It's all orchestrated, no. folks. Yes. Please pull your head out of your ass if it's there. <laughs> Absolutely, and, and, and truly look around and say, and understand that none of this is happening by accident. It's all been planned. Um, you know, Assad didn't bomb his own people with chemical weapons. Neither time. No Neither reason time. to do that. Right. Okay.
0: And and, so. and these fuckers who we say arm and you know control these these proxy forces called you know whatever you want to call them today Al they did it. Okay, so about we need to seriously start getting serious about holding them accountable as opposed to just beating the drumbeat for war each time they decide to play us like a fucking harp. I mean, God, it's been going on for so long. When are we going to get hip to it, man? They lie to you. They lie to you, period. Not only do they lie, they lie and kill our kids and get us into war. They have no compunction about doing it again. So let's not allow them to do it because this will definitely spark and spiral into something much larger, larger than just Syria.
1: Let's play. Let, let's pray that Trump has his uh, has his uh, card, his ace up his sleeve. Playing with these people, dude.
0: We'll see. We'll see. He's definitely in treacherous waters. All right, my man. I'm about
1: all I have for the day. Uh, I don't know if you got any more. I love it. I love it. I'm good. I'm good, folks. Please pay attention, man. Yeah. Pay attention.
0: Share this episode and every other episode. Go to www.theconspiracyfarm.com. You can uh, donate and uh, support the operation. And uh, yeah, thank please you. Please
1: so- donate. Please yeah. donate the Starving Newsbreaker Foundation.
0: Yeah. We got big plans, man. We have big plans. So let's not let's not minimize what we got going on here. We have some pretty big shit lined up, so we could use all the help. Any and all is appreciated. But um, thank you again, man, for uh, another cool episode. That was pretty awesome. Yep. All, all
1: right, right it. folks. I love it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank yeah. you to all the people listening. and. Uh, Hi to everybody around the globe. Over a hundred countries listening now. So over a
0: hundred countries. That is no shit, ladies and gentlemen. Over a hundred countries. So thanks, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned. There will be more. Peace and love.